Get this full audiobook for free by clicking now the link in the description. It's brought to you by the book guide. If you can use it when you want and put it aside when you don't, the mind can be a fantastic tool. To shun the past and neglect the future is to trivialize this wonderful faculty. So be in the moment becomes a crippling psychological restriction. It denies our existential reality. Do only one thing at a time has become another popular self-help slogan. Why would you do only one thing when the mind is a phenomenal multidimensional machine capable of handling several levels of activity all at once? Instead of harnessing and learning to ride the mind, why would you want to obliterate it? When you can know the heady joy of mental action, why would you opt for lobotomy, for voluntary cabbagehood? The other phrase that has hardened into cliché through overuse is positive thinking. When it is oversimplified and used as some quick-fix mantra, Positive thinking becomes a way of whitewashing or sugarcoating your reality. When you are unable to process real-time information and control your psychological drama, you seize on positive thinking as a tranquilizer. Initially, it may seem to imbue your life with new confidence and optimism, but it is essentially limited. In the long term, if you deny or amputate one part of reality, it gives you a lopsided perspective of life. Then there is the time-honored business of exporting human well-being to the heavens and claiming the core of the universe is love. Love is a human possibility. If you need a refresher course, you can take lessons from your dog. He is full of love. You don't have to go to outer space to know love. All these puerile philosophies come from the assumption that existence is human-centric. This single idea has robbed us of all sense and made us commit some of the most inhuman and heinous crimes throughout history. These continue to perpetuate themselves to this very day. As a guru, I have no doctrine to teach no philosophy to impart, no belief to propagate. And this is because the only solution for all the ills that plague humanity is self-transformation. Self-transformation is not incremental self-improvement. Self-transformation is achieved not by morals or ethics or attitudinal or behavioral changes, but by experiencing the limitless nature of who we are. Self-transformation means nothing of the old remains. It is a dimensional shift in the way you perceive and experience life. Knowing this is yoga. One who embodies this is a yogi. One who guides you in this direction is a guru. My aim in this book is to help make joy your constant companion. To make that happen, this book offers you not a sermon, but a science, not a teaching, but a technology, not a precept, but a path. It is now time to start exploring that science, working the technology, 
walking the path. On this journey, the Guru is not the destination, but the road map. The inner dimension is uncharted terrain. If you are exploring terrain that is unfamiliar to you, isn't it better to have signposts? You could find your own way, but who knows, it could take lifetimes. When you are on unfamiliar terrain, it is just sensible to take directions. On one level, that is all a guru is, a live roadmap, GPS, Guru Pathfinding System. And that is why there exists that infamous four-letter word. Just to make things doubly easy for you, I thought I would make it eight. Sadhguru A note to the reader. There are many ways to approach a book of this kind. One way would be to plunge directly into practice, to take a